Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Traveling the world, Hako, Costa Rica, which is a famous tourist destination. We're literally a few blocks uh, just from the beach here, enjoying our time in beautiful Costa Rica. Uh, definitely a place in terms of natural beauty and all the incredible wildlife you can see here. Uh, everything from sloths to monkeys to deer to iguanas and uh, oh, so all along on a Daddy Blogger World Tour uh, to get all the updates in terms of videos, photos, pictures, uh, podcasts, and more. And as we're traveling to fellow entrepreneurs, fellow Vancouverites, and more, we actually have a Vancouverite on the show today, uh, Tiffany, who is actually traveling the world world as a singer and she makes amazing uh, music videos. I had a chance to look at a couple of them before the interview and uh, I'm going to actually put links to a few of them. Uh, they look like pretty much feature length uh, movie productions so <laughs> she's done a phenomenal job of creating these amazing uh, videos and uh, you know building up the YouTube channel and uh, obviously making money as a singer as well. Uh, so uh, one of them is called Fearless, that is called uh, The World Is Ours and uh, I have the link to her YouTube channel so you can listen to some of them. So here's one of them. There you go. Little preview. So you got to check the link below to watch the full version. Hey, Tiffany is going to be talking all about how she's able to travel the world as a singer, songwriter, and uh, we're going to do a deeper dive into her career as a show here today. And of course, that's a great way to be a digital nomad by singing, doing concerts, and uh, doing uh, tours, and uh, making money at the same time. Good way to see the world. Tiffany, uh, welcome today. How are you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. I'm great this morning. I haven't had my coffee yet, but I'm like good to go. <laughs> Great to hear. I'm just uh, surviving water alone, some fresh Costa Rican water, and uh, that uh, definitely hits the spot, uh, especially in a hot and humid day here. I'm actually sweating oh, over here. For sure. So, Tiffany, why don't we get to know you a little bit better? Why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you're going to share a little bit more about yourself and your background and your work? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Ask away. <laughs> Yeah, why don't we just uh, do a quick introduction. Let's hear a quick introduction uh, from yourself. Okay, for sure. Um, so my name is Tiffany DeRosier. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, and I am a singer-songwriter. So the style uh, of my personal projects is a lot more on the pop side, pop, pop adult contemporary, I would say, so similar to Celine Dion Sia. Um, and as well, I do other projects. So I'm the pop vocalist in a pop over group called Vivace. And uh, I just got uh, back from, from about five months on and off of performing on cruise ships. Sounds great. Sounds great. So I'd love to uh, trace back to the origins. Uh, fall in love with singing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have uh, three kids, just a little side story here. I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And uh, my oh. daughter loves to sing. So, so here in Costa Rica, yeah. she's actually open mic in Tamarindo and uh, usually you oh, don't wow. think of kids singing in open mics but she loves a song called Bruno Mars just the way you are and uh, she did this for the first time ever doing open mic and she basically flew, uh, she nailed it uh, everyone was up on the feet cheering and uh, so already at five years old my daughter is already uh, aspiring to be a singer or origin story 
Uh, was it your parents who instilled it in you? Uh, was it just you falling in love with music yourself? Let's hear the backstory. When did you first fall in love with music and singing? Sure. So I can remember when I was uh, about five years old, uh, my parents would play Celine Dion and they'd play Meatloaf. And uh, so the big voices were kind of instilled in me, um, the love for big voices and the fascination with them when I was uh, very young. And uh, so uh, I, I remember like having like a vague interest in it, but then I uh, got into acting. So I would do film and TV auditions. And uh, I remember that what kind of instilled it in me, like my, my parents aren't super, super musical. My dad played the saxophone, but he had a really bad experience with it. He went to provincials and it was against him and this other guy. And my dad's read broke and that was kind of it for him. Like he kind of gave up. So bad message. Don't give up when stuff like that happens. But but uh, but that's what happened. So it just it put him off of it. Uh, my mom played the accordion. Uh, but basically. Um, they put me in acting when I was young because I was really curious to try it out. And there were uh, a couple of girls in the classes that were that were singers. So what I noticed is that they got a lot of the roles in acting. And uh, so um, around the same time in the acting class, actually the 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 class uh, coach she gave me one uh, singing line. So. Um, we were putting together this, this production for casting directors to come in and, and watch us uh, to kind of network and, and show what we could do. And uh, what happened is I went to do, uh, to, to sing this one line. I came in at the wrong time and she said, you don't know what you're doing and gave it to somebody else. And I was like eight or nine years old. So it was, it was really like deflating. And so my reaction was actually, I had like this, this fueled fire to prove her wrong. And um, I was like, I'm, I'm going to learn how to sing and, and, and she's going to like know that she misjudged me. So that's what I did. And around the same time, my mom put me in uh, singing lessons too. So that's kind of how that, that started. Awesome. You definitely need those encouraging, supportive parents. So I'd love to hear the next part of the journey. So when did you actually uh, take it more professionally when uh, you turned a hobby of singing, a passion for singing? and Sure, sure. So, uh, so when I was, uh, when I was about like 10, 10 years old, I had a vibrato. So vibrato is like, oh, like it's like the shaky, shaky kind of tone. Um, so I would go into my voice lessons and my mom asked me to show my coach because she thought it was really unique that I had that so young and my coach built off it. So my coach was a, uh, my singing teacher at the time was very classically trained and that's what uh, she knew how what she knew how to teach so we just built off that we did festivals um but it was really when i went to an in-sync concert when i was 13 legit where i was like that's what i want to do that looks so dope that looks so fun and uh, just the production behind it so um i kind of switched gears and and i like i always had a real passion for pop that was kind of where where my heart was but uh but that was what i decided i was like i want to pursue this for sure so um, I kept taking lessons, eventually worked with a pop coach that was uh, trained in uh, speech level singing in Vancouver, um, Spencer Welch, and he developed my voice from being, from sounding like a, a classical voice to sounding more pop. And then um, from there, so I started, uh, I, I was actually, uh, I did a few things, um, I had different managers where uh, 
they they kind of helped to build up my resume in terms of like opening for certain people. So like Jackson Brown, Ben Harper at a benefit in Los Angeles, um, Bobby Kimball from Toto. Uh, so I would be at different events where, where these guys would be performing and sort of like open where they were like the main featured act. And uh, that kind of uh, built up my resume into something more professional that I could springboard off of. Sounds great. Sounds great. Oh, you froze for a sec. Uh oh, <laughs> I think it might have frozen. Oh, there. Perfect. You're back. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you know, we're traveling. Never can rely on stable, consistent Wi-Fi. Uh, so apologies if uh, the Wi-Fi cuts out or lags. Uh, basically, uh, what I was going to ask you, Tiffany, is uh, about your career here in like uh, uh, mid uh, 2018. Tell us about uh, what are you doing in terms of your career now, in terms of singing, songwriting, acting. Uh, you know, these video production and also your touring. Sure. So I haven't acted professionally in a very long time. In probably about uh, 15 years. <laughs> Um, that was kind of the last, uh, last, uh, I think I did a Disney movie last when I was like, when I was quite a bit younger. Um, but, uh, coming up, uh, so coming up, um, so I just got back from the cruises, so I'm sort of in planning mode right now. Um, but I have a few things around the bend. So, uh, there's this rise up TV show. It's a cross Canada tour. Uh, the first date is in Vancouver on, uh, May, sorry, Victoria. And then the one I'm doing is actually Vancouver. I'm only doing the one for the West coast. Um, so I have, uh, on May 21st, uh, it is, it's at the Hard Rock Casino, um, at the Asylum. So, uh, so it's basically, they're going to be having a, a film crew come in and film it, and they're going to make episodes out of it. Uh, there's other artists involved. Um, so that's the second date of this tour. So I'll be doing original material as well as, uh, um, some covers, a mix of the two, uh, for that. I have a 25 minute set and I'm considered... Uh, the featured artist for that particular uh, episode and show. Um, so there's 12 ep episodes basically that they're going to be building from, from the footage from uh, the tour. So there is, uh, so basically before that though, I have two Celine Dion tribute shows cause I do uh, a Celine Dion tribute show as well. So that will be on May 19th and 20th. So the two days before at the river rock and then, uh, in Florence, Oregon, with my group Vivace, we have a concert uh, in Florence, Oregon, on the 24th of May. So we're uh, just, I, I booked a flight this morning for someone. <laughs> That's what I got up to. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Okay, and then basically from like the 28th until, um, uh, sorry, May 28th until June 2nd, um, I'll be on the West, sorry, East Coast portion of that tour. So all in Ontario and then Montreal is the very, very last stop for it. Uh, so that's kind of right around the bend. Um, there's some other Celine Dion shows. Um, ones in like Idaho, I believe, uh, coming up. So kind of like all across, but I put them all in my, uh, my social media as well. Um, so that's kind of around the bend. And I have two new singles. Um, I'm going to be performing definitely one of them at, for the Rise Up uh, 
uh, Rise Up show. So I'll be performing it the first time. I'm working on getting some backup dancers. So I really hope that works out because that would be dope <laughs> if uh, if uh, if it if it works out. We're trying to coordinate it. Um, so that's for the the May 21st date in in Vancouver. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I have like directly around the corner, but it's more so like planning stage for the next year. That's kind of what we're looking at. Awesome, awesome. So I wanted to talk about your videos. Uh, so I'm going to pull up one of them right now. It's oh yeah, a little bit of sure. Yeah. Oh, so these videos are incredible they're like a movie production quality here so i'd love to hear how do you actually make this happen? Thank you. Video so, production process. Yeah, sure. well done. Okay, for sure. So actually, to be honest, my mom thought of the initial concept for the video. And uh, so we kind of brainstormed together off that. And then we brought it to the production team. And uh, they really liked the whole idea of... Um, uh, of bringing in the Vikings and uh, the whole medieval kind of feel. Uh, I guess at the time they were like really into Game of Thrones, um, that that series, and so they uh, they wanted to to infuse some of that from from um, their. Um, I guess they're really big fans of the show. So uh, so that the whole medieval of like the the whole medieval idea and uh, the Vikings and the boat, like they made a boat for it, um, and. Um, uh, what what happened actually recently? I was at an event uh, for the Junos. Actually, uh, the Junos. So it's uh, it's kind of like the uh, American version of um, of say like the Grammys is what the Junos is. I know you know what the Junos what the Junos are. But uh, uh, so uh, the director was at this this after party for it, and uh, he said, "Yeah, we were really stretching ourselves like for that. Like we went like all out. Like I don't know what we were thinking." <laughs> But they managed to pull it off. Like they were really, really creative. So good, so up and coming, and uh, the crews are really taking off now. So, yeah. So find them when they're when they're undiscovered. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really impressed by these. Um, so uh, you've obviously made it as a singer. Songwriters, singers, songwriters—they actually struggle, right? Uh, we we know the uh, angel story of uh, someone with passion. They're musically talented talented but they struggle with the finances and they struggle with making this so what advice or tips would you give to that person who's watching right now who wants to turn their passion for music into a paying career okay gotcha so uh so i have definitely had my struggles i still have my struggles for sure um i'm only doing music right now like i i was working uh for a school district actually up until december 1st and i was offered a, a cruise contract back and forth uh, between um, the Caribbean and home for about five months. And uh, I decided to take it because I, I was looking for something that would kind of launch me, that, that would give me the best shot, um, where I felt like I would be able to uh, be sustained for a while, um, and that I could work on other projects and just kind of see if I can make a go at it. Um, so that's that's what I've been doing. So it's been about six months now, <laughs> six months. Uh, so. Uh, so 
that's why it's really important during the downtimes to plan, to plan ahead and, and just to look at opportunities. Like I try to think outside the box a lot of the time too. Um, so what you want to find as well is, is like a niche market. So the beauty behind this cruise, uh, cruise gig is that there's not a lot of girls that, um, that are able to do that part because of the vocal, uh, it's, it's so vocally strenuous. It's, it's basically a, uh, it, it bounces from a, um, musical theater piece to a mezzo piece, to a lyric soprano piece, to a color tourist piece. So it ends with like, um, uh, the last solo is the queen of the night actually. Uh, so it's very, very difficult, very hard to keep your voice in shape. And there's not a lot of girls that with the travel, um, are, are able to, to take it on. So, so that was kind of like my niche into, into cruises was, uh, was that, and then there were some other cruises that opened up because of that. So the key is to find like what makes you unique and special and to, to find out different areas that they're looking to, to, um, to hire people, like find out where that need, that need is. And I was very lucky because that was presented to me. Um, and I feel like, like God definitely blessed me with that opportunity. And so I'm just kind of hoping that that's where he's continuing to want me is in these different avenues. Um, so yeah, that would be my advice. It's same with uh, my sister is a very, very uh, creative person. She's a graphic designer. And she's found like the niche markets where, um, where people are looking for, for things, but there's not a lot of, um, uh, so there's a lot of need, but there's not a lot of people doing it, if that makes sense. Awesome. So the cruise ship, uh, the cruise ship uh, gig sounds uh, lucky, but uh, like any work, there are obviously going to be struggles and challenges as well. So maybe you can share us with your experiences, both in terms of the good. What did you love? Uh, what do you love about uh, working in the cruise? Right. Some of the challenges you don't right. love as much. For sure. I'll be very straight up with that. Um, so, uh, so what I love is the travel absolutely I love to travel love to see new places that's totally my personality like I love I'm kind of an adventurer at heart probably like you are <laughs> and so uh so I love to like see new places explore I loved seeing animals like I'm a huge animal person so um what what was really cool was seeing what different animals like you mentioned are in um uh, Costa Rica uh are are in these each of these different countries. Um, the water there is just so exquisite. It's so clear and, and um, blue and the people there are very friendly as well in, in, in a lot of the countries uh, from what from what I experienced. Um, uh, um, on the, let's see here. So the thing is you meet, so we are very, very blessed in Canada. Um, like we're kind of sheltered. <laughs> um, so when you go down to say like some of these, uh, like some of these other countries, there are, uh, for example, um, on the streets, there are a lot of street dogs in, in some of these places. Um, there's different organizations that help actually adopt them back to, uh, say Canada in this, in this one on, I'm trying to remember which Island it was. I think it was St. John's St. John's, I think was the port. Um, I'll have to double check on that. But uh, there were a lot of street dogs and they have this organization called PAWS. I think it's P-A-A-W-S. So they will, uh, they will um, uh, basically, they'll feed the dogs. They take care of them on the street uh, as best as they can. And then uh, people can adopt them. So they will quarantine them and then they'll ship them to Canada uh, where they're adopted. So I thought that was a really neat program. Um, and I kind of wanted to mention it because... 
like I thought that was uh, I think more people should know about you know those um those opportunities as well as taking care of the animals in our own backyard I'm like a huge avid animal fan so that was one thing that was really hard to see was like all these dogs everywhere on on the streets um in some on some of the islands not all of them um as well uh let me just see here so I mean, the areas that we went to, we were very blessed, but I know that there are some areas of poverty, some areas that were like devastated by the hurricane um, that you can still see, like um, the hurricane uh, last year that are still, um, they're still repairing them. Um, so so that was crazy. Uh, being on the ship was really, really, really great. You're so taken care of um, by these people. Um, but like anywhere, you have to be careful because there are some wherever you go, no matter no matter where you go, there are always some some shady McShadester people. So, so like like people just um, who uh, I guess I, I just kind of question their their morals if that makes sense. Um, so there's a lot of that 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 I experienced that I wasn't really liking myself. Um, like um infidelity for example i saw some some experiences like that that was not cool so um that was one one thing i really did not like um but overall like it was a it was an absolutely amazing experience to uh to uh to perform for for people who you never know if it's going to be their last day on earth you like you just don't know um because uh like a lot of these people are they're they're traveling um like for retirement or they're in their last days and they know that. Um, so, so that's something that I, I wasn't taking lightly as well was that, um, overall amazing experience to, to work for, for the lines though. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. Thanks for sharing uh, both perspectives there, Tiffany. So in closing here, I'd love to hear a little bit about your vision forward. Uh, so you're going to be doing this uh, road trip across Canada. You, you're uh, obviously uh, going to be doing a lot more traveling, singing, songwriting, producing, uh, Amazing. Uh, let's hear more about your vision. What's uh, what's happening with uh, right. Tiffany's life in the next few years and beyond? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, what I'm working on, I'm I'm trying to figure out the marketing plan, the exact marketing for these two new singles. Um, so what I ideally would like to do, um, but I'm trying to get uh, trying to leverage some sponsorship right now, actually. So, what I would like to do is is to get um, the videos paired with music videos. And probably do one more, one more. Um, so there would be three in total. So right now I have two songs. Um, I'm, I have to get the music videos done, but it would be three songs paired with music videos. I would uh, release that um, paired with an EP, and then set up uh, set up a bunch of interviews uh, with with uh, stations, with um, uh, just media outlets um, to to leverage it. That's kind of what I'm working at. Um, so there's a couple of people that I'm been talking kind of throwing ideas with I'm just trying to figure out um, I just want to make sure it's the absolute right fit um, and I think this tour the rise up tour will definitely help to complement that as well um, going forward so yeah and then of course cr cruising cruising and uh, traveling <laughs> yeah traveling and touring uh, as well Sounds great, Tiffany. Sounds great. So, if people wanted to connect with you um, uh, to uh, find out more about your uh, the videos, do that in terms of your website, social media, and more. Sure. Oh, how can they do that? How can they do that? Uh, yeah, for sure. So, my website actually, I just had my website recently updated. Uh, so, it's now 
tiffanyderosiemusic.com. Uh, so it's basically my first name, last name, music.com. Um, but I'm also on uh, Facebook, so you can you can message me there. Um, so uh, uh, basically facebook.com slash tiffanyderosiemusic. I'm on Instagram as Tiffany Desros, so D-E-S-R-O-S, because I ran out of characters when I made the name. <laughs> um, and then uh, same with same with Twitter. It's the same one, so Tiffany Desros. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tiffany. Thanks for being on our show today, and thanks for sharing all of your insights into uh, singing, traveling, cruising, and uh, video production. More. Uh, look forward to catching up again, and thanks for your time uh, today. Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. It's been awesome chatting with you. It has been awesome chatting as well. And thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Once again, apologies for the bad Wi-Fi. Uh, I, I think at least we got through it with most of the questions, but well, Okay. Uh, thanks, guys. Next episode, happy travels from beautiful Costa Rica. Adios, ciao. Hasta luego.